Hello there. My name is Sarah Bennett, and I am the general manager at Fighting Words, the creative writing center for children and young people. Fighting Words offers workshops and other programs in creative writing at locations all over the island of Ireland. All of our programs are completely free of charge and delivered by our amazing team of volunteer writing mentors. This is the fourth episode of the Fighting Words podcast, Story Seeds Edition. The Story Seeds Project supports children and young people to write their own stories with the aim of enabling them to begin to understand their life story and where they're from. I hope you've had the opportunity to listen to the first three episodes of this podcast, which featured stories by students from primary school and secondary school. They are full of adventure and imagination and demonstrate time and again how where you are from can inspire what you can create. In this episode, you will hear poetry, a play, and a monologue. The authors are from the Edmund Rice College in Blanchardstown, from Child Vision, the National Education Centre for Blind Children and Young People in Dublin, and from the CRC Training and Development Centre in Dublin. Some of the work was recorded here at the podcast studios in Dublin City Centre, from where I'm speaking with you now, while others were recorded at the Fighting Words Centre in Dublin. The work featured in this podcast is powerful, and the conversations are truly inspiring. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, gang. (laughs) (laughs) This is another Story Seeds workshop from Fighting Words. It was a slam poetry workshop. Do you want to introduce yourselves, guys? Um, I'm Natalia and I'm in second year at Edmund Rice College. I'm Lucy, I'm in second year and I'm from Edmund Rice College. I'm Roisin Foran and I'm in second year at Edmund Rice College too. Cool. It'd be funny if you said like a completely different I know. school or year. <laughs> I'm just different. <laughs> I'm in sixth year from yeah. this college. Um, incredible. So I'm just going to go through some questions again and absolutely uh, you can just move on if needs be. But what did you expect from the project? Did you hear anything about it going into it or did somebody just at Hazel just kind of appear in all of her glory? Um, we were just told that we were going to have a poetry workshop and then it just went from there. I did not know what we were going to do because I was telling a poetry workshop and she came in showing us like spoken word poetry and I thought it was just really cool. I thought it was going to be really boring but then she started showing us like videos of like people like saying stuff about Dublin with like a Dublin <laughs> accent and it was really interesting because like, it goes from where we we're from. Totally. That's actually a great point. We can chat a little bit more about that. But yeah, when you heard the word poetry, that it was going to be a poetry workshop, like what did you imagine? Like what did you expect? Oh, I I won't lie. I thought it was going to be like old poets, you know, but it was, uh, it was so much more modern and, you know, exciting. Cool. I thought we were going to like learn about the daffodils or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's all daffodils for like two hours. That's really interesting. What about yourself? I thought it was going to be like a poem on like let's say like nature or something random but it's actually really enjoyable and actually fun to learn about cool yeah and you said a really interesting point there which was that because it was from dublin and people were speaking in dublin accents you enjoyed it more what do you think made it more enjoyable the fact that it was from like a dublin poet as opposed to some random we're talking about daffodils because I feel like like famous people that get far in like poems, they're always somewhere from like America or like ages away, and it was kind of cool seeing that like people from Dublin actually like get famous and like write good stuff as well. Yeah, totally. And w- anything else about why Dublin was cool to see? I think I just could relate to it more. You know, um, I'm not writing about a poet that I don't know, and I actually like. I heard his stuff and I could kind of relate to it, like how he felt under pressure and all. Cool. You could relate to it. It yeah. was a little bit more familiar. What about yourself? Yeah, kind of the same as Roisin. It was really like, you kind of like know them more because yeah. they kind of sound more familiar to you than someone from America would like, obviously accents are different and stuff. So 
cool like maybe a little bit more authentic or a little bit more um, relatable very very interesting and have you guys written anything in the past like any like short stories or any is it an interest or was it just something brand new from this workshop I love creating writing I'm not exactly as good as poetry but I like like creating stories I've actually done a few like competitions in like my old school now and it was all fun. Oh cool. Like uh, expert, like veteran. Yeah. <laughs> oh hand. Incredible. What about yourself? I like just writing down random thoughts that come into my head at home in like a little journal and just writing them down. Deadly. more like diary entry style yeah. or incredible. And yourself? Um Hazel did this thing with us and she said that she gave us a topic and we just had to like put our pen to paper and write whatever comes in our head without thinking and I really like that and I also really like writing poems ooh cool like not overthinking it and just getting stuck yeah, in yeah like just writing keep writing for non-stop deadly and um, do you plan to do more writing after the workshop we'll talk about the workshop itself in a sec but do you, this, has this inspired you to maybe you said that you you, you didn't really know what slam poetry was before yeah. the workshop um, ha, is it now an interest or what do you what do you think yeah because I guess I don't really sing much but I do like like spoken word poetry because I can say it and like you know a lot of people can do a class isn't like a singing class so we're kind of had fun with like shouting words totally yeah just giving it socks and shouting incredible and yourself do you think that you'll, you'll write more from this experience or uh yeah I'd probably like look into it more as like the years kind of go on and expand on stuff but I also enjoy doing it at home as much as I'm doing it so Deadly, yeah. No, what you're saying about the, the journal style, the diary style, yeah. like, yeah, keep doing that. That sounds incredible. And yourself? Um, I feel like I'd definitely, like, start writing more poems from that workshop. Cool. So maybe, like, it sparked a bit of an interest. Yeah. Very, very cool. Did the workshops, I know the workshops were about story seeds, and I know you said that you were shown, like, Dublin poets. Did the workshops make you think differently about your area in any way? Or did it, like, did it bring your attention to things that maybe you would overlook on a day-to-day basis? Or yeah did did, did they make you feel differently about where you're from yeah it made me feel differently about more people because it was actually kind of like I guess like people from the country like roadmen I suppose style and they like were writing poetry and I just didn't know they could like you know I didn't know they would like felt so under pressure and all it's kind of cool that way cool that is cool what about yourself you got to kind of like dive into what their life was kind of like and because not everyone's life is the same so it's kind of like what their experience in life absolutely are. yeah it's like a window into maybe a different experience yeah. or yeah what about you like it made me realize that like um because like you go around your daily day and you don't really think about stuff because it's just normal for you but um the poems made me realize that it's actually kind of special like that other people that don't live in Dublin don't get that like experience totally they have a different life yeah for sure you can like normalize things and take things for granted and then suddenly realize oh this is kind of a little bit more yeah. special to use your word brilliant and um did you did you learn anything new about so that's maybe like seeing things that you would see ordinarily and being like oh that's actually important but did you learn anything new about um either writing or your community from the workshop I learned to not take things for granted. One of the poems was about how he missed his friend because he sadly passed away, the guy. And I just thought, you know, I take my friends for granted. And it just kind of evoked me to, like, spend more time with my community and friends. Cool. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, the same as Roisin, like, uh, the video where he lost his friend. I feel like if that happened to me, I'd kind of be like, oh, why didn't I spend more time with my friends or why didn't I care for them more, maybe? 
deadly yeah um more like poem wise i really learned how to like get inspiration for poems because like whenever i try write something myself i'm always stuck on like what to write about and where to start and like kaiser really like introduced me to like new ways to think of inspiration Ooh, and what are some ways to think about inspiration like how did <laughs> are there secrets like when i said earlier that just like think of a random topic and just put your head down and keep writing non-stop without thinking cool deadly because maybe you can get caught up in like trying to get the perfect idea or something so just to get stuck into it that's that's a really good tip um and is there any other speaking of tips is there any other like advice that you guys would give just say somebody had never written a word before was a little bit nervous or intimidated is there any advice that you would give to make the process a bit easier write about something you love like if you have an interest in sports write about sports but if you don't you don't need to pretend to like sports you can write about whatever you're feeling or like if you feel under pressure or so much more just write what you feel in that moment that's a great tip yeah write from maybe your experience or what like who you are and showcase what you're passionate about yeah uh think about a topic and don't stop writing until you can you've no more ideas about that topic. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so a big subject and then kind of exhaust it. Yeah, like don't lift the pen until you're finished. Don't lift the pen. Okay, cool, very cool. And did you have a like you talked about the videos, you talked about the kind of the free writing that you guys did, but did you have a favorite part of the workshops? Um separate to that or were those your favorite parts? Like is there any At the end of the workshop, we kind of got into groups and my group, we were just, you know, having fun and I I lost my pen. So we wrote about how I lost my pen (laughs) and it was so funny. I called it the missing ink. (laughs) That's very clever. That's cool. What about yourselves? Any any favorite bits? I liked doing the group work as well because we kind of like wrote our poem about like based on stuff about school and like the week kind of. So that was quite fun to like write in a group and everyone share their own ideas and it's nice and collaborative as well you yeah. can kind of bounce ideas what about yourself yeah um i liked when she was showing us like loads of different people's poems because it was it was like an act it was, it was just really good yeah cool um like a you, you can kind of like a tapas thing like you can yeah. sample different people's yeah. poetry styles and stuff i love the missing ink though yeah. i love the like oh where's inspiration i know <laughs> i've lost my pen um, very very funny what was the yeah do you want to tell us a little bit about the, the pieces that you wrote then was is is the missing ink the, the poem that you're going to no, read today no this is or not the missing this ink this is not the missing ink um, this is a poem about how a guy loses his love of his life and he kind of dreams about her ooh interesting okay and what made you think to write about that subject I recently lost uh, my grandparent so okay and um, yeah I just thought about how my granddad felt Lovely, yeah. It's it, that sounds very personal. Um, do you wanna do you wanna read? Sure. The poem, if that's okay. okay. On this cold, blissful morning, I glanced over at her. As I gazed into her cold, stormy eyes, she looked up, a little blush, to my surprise. Her glistening chestnut brown hair that stretched down past her back blew gracefully in the mid-morning breeze like a bedsheet blowing on a rack. She smiled and turned to walk the other way. I felt a teardrop roll down my cheek, and I couldn't help but think. His love slipping further and further out of my reach. As I felt my heart drop, as I plummeted to my knees, God, please bring her back. I'm begging. Please, please, please. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. That's <laughs> really, I like, want to applaud. That's so good. Um, and it's so, like, uh, what you're talking about with the difference between kind of poetry and slam poetry yeah. is that it's performance. Like, you could feel mm-hmm. the words kind of rolling off the tongue and, you know, the, the the movement with dropping down to the knees and the bed sheets blowing in the breeze. Like, a, yeah. like you had a great sense of rhyme, but also I could just, like, so visual. I could imagine myself there. So <laughs> beautifully crafted. Well done. Thank you. Um, and how did you how did you find writing that? Was the was it in, like a enjoyable or was it difficult? Or I found it quite enjoyable. I had this image of like 
they were standing on a cliff edge mm-hmm. uh, by a tree and I just thought about that day and the more I thought about it the more it just kind of rolled off my pen wow cool it's nice to start from an yeah. image like that and it can really unlock stuff yeah that's brilliant fair play thank you for reading that and Lucy do you want to read your poem do you want to give us maybe a little bit of an intro to the poem and then if you wanted to to read it that would be fab uh, we did it kind of like on a school week so Monday to Friday kind of like how the week would be going and kind of based on kind of the subjects we have that day incredible yes yeah. do, do you want to give it a shot do you want to read it out Monday can barely wake up Walking to school, knowing the day will be tough. Tuesday, still feeling sad. Check my timetable, not looking too bad. Wednesday, week half done. Went to PE, that was fun. Thursday, feeling real bleak. Almost reached the end of the week. Friday, the week is done. Hoping my weekend will be fun. Cool, I love it. (laughs) Round of applause. I love the, yeah, I love the structure of it as well and the the humour that you bring into it being like, it's not too bad, the schedule. Um, that's great that reminds me of my week so much again relatable like that's this is the thing it can kind of get make everyday experiences take on a specialness and make it really relatable so well done and finally natalia do you want to read yours um well i wrote my poem about the ocean but i put the ocean as a metaphor for life Ooh, okay intriguing go for it whenever you're ready i have always been fascinated by the ocean Every summer, for as long as I can remember, I have watched the beach waves surge, crash and wane, back into the vast and exquisite sea ahead of me, which left me bewildered. What a life it must be, a never-ending cycle of repetition to grow and shrink, to gain some and lose some. Perhaps that is when I realised I am no different than the salty cerulean waters I stand in. Perhaps that is when it dawns on me that the waves resemble this beautiful commodity we call life. Perhaps this is why everything thrown at me seems to be in the forms of ups and downs. The highs cannot be high without their lows. Perhaps I just have to go with the flow. Whoa, cool. All of your poems are incredible. The salty, perhaps I'm no different than the salty cerulean sea that surrounds me. Is that one of the, that's so, I love that what you said. It kind of like you take something that's um, like natural and then it kind of catapults you into this metaphor about a broader life. And how did it, did, did you set out to do that when you're writing the poem originally or did it just occur to you where like, hang on a second, this can kind of grow into like a bigger meaning? Like what, how did, what was the process of writing it? Yeah, no, I was just trying, like I love like swimming and like the ocean being at the beach and I just started writing about that and then I thought that like the way it goes up and down and then I was just thinking about like my life and like my problems and just maybe connect them two together. Cool, connect the dots in yeah. the most amazing way possible. That's incredible. Um. And what do you think people could learn about like your area or your community from reading your pieces? Could they learn anything or, um, yeah, would it give anybody like an insight? I think it's to not people, no, like to not take people for granted for my one. If you love someone, tell them otherwise before you lose them. Mm, so important. Yeah. Gorgeous. What about yourself? I feel like with mine being like in a school week, people can kind of relate to the timetables being like, oh, oh, that's not my favorite subject, but it's fine, like, oh, tomorrow will probably be better. So. Totally, yeah. Um, I, Like, my one's probably just about, like, going with the flow and, like, there's, like, a life planned out for everyone already and just not worry about stuff and just go with the flow. Deadly, yeah. And I think it shows, like, poetry's ability to capture, like, a huge range of human experience. So whether it's, like, your, your day-to-day work week with a, with a bit of a humorous angle or whether it's, you know, the people in your life or whether it's uh, taking something that's natural that you see and kind of expanding it and blooming it so it takes on a new meaning. Um, so you guys did incredible jobs and it's so nice that you know like it was the same poetry workshop but it, you got you know mm-hmm. such different things from it is there anything that you feel like you're going to take from this whole experience and kind of carry forward with you 
um, whether it's like it doesn't have to be related to your poem just about it could be about writing in general or about your community is there kind of one takeaway that you could whenever I think it kind of showed me whenever you feel a problem you can write it down it might not fix the problem but it will like help you like a problem shared is a problem halved gorgeous yeah, yeah totally I yeah. like to kind of let's say write down the problem and write down what it is so that I can kind of reflect on it the next day when I'm feeling better so it kind of maybe help me more to be not so afraid of my problems cool so a way to like process it or a way to reflect yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes you're just in a bad mood and you don't really understand what's going on inside your head so like writing it down can really help you understand why you're upset deadly it can kind of slow down the pace yeah. of things yeah for sure that's that's brilliant um, incredible so is there is there anything hmm, I'm trying to think of some final questions is there anything that you think about your area now has has the way that you've seen your area kind of been shaped by this I know we talked about not taking things for granted I know that we talked about how everyday things can take on an importance but is there anything that like do you have like poetry goggles that you now wear and are like oh that could be a poem or that could be a poem or is there anything that you kind of would take from this um, I think everybody has a story and that is the thing I learned from listening to other people's poets like just normal people and I thought like that's kind of cool like I could just write about a person walking but why are they walking to why are they walking you know yeah cool and you like interrupt them to yeah. Anna where are you walking to <laughs> where are you going <laughs> yeah what about yourself uh, it's kind of like you don't really know what each person's like kind of going through so like let's say you've seen someone on the bus looking upset you don't know why they're upset and you can't just go up and ask them so like you could write a poem like seeing I like visual things and see I overthink in my head like oh why is, what's that person doing why are they upset and obviously you're not going to ask them so it's kind of like mm, what's like what's going on here yeah you can kind of imagine yourself into somebody else's yeah. life and uh, like everybody's carrying around a story or a mystery so you can kind of access that and like explore it a little or bit or like I yeah. want to put myself in their shoes to yeah, see what they're like for sure and to kind of maybe empathise say they're going through yeah. like a, a bad day like why and kind of looking behind behaviours and stuff for sure yeah those are great points what about yourself is there anything that you want to add Um, I feel like before the before the workshop I was like I just thought everything was normal and I just went about with my life but now like everything kind of sparks my imagination like I can look at something and think oh I wonder like what's why is that there oh I met like what would happen if this was there instead like you know yeah cool you can substitute stuff or like connect yeah. the dots like you said about your ocean poem and that was Roisin, Lucy and Natalia reading their poems from Edmund Rice. Thank you so much for coming in, guys. It was a pleasure to, to meet you. I hope you guys enjoyed the Story Seeds workshops and that you come back to Finding Words and do lots more projects. So fair play and keep writing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I'm here with uh, the group from Child Vision in Drumcondra uh, at their lifelong learning department. Uh, I wonder, would everybody be happy to go around? We might just go around in a, a circle and introduce ourselves. Uh, I'll get things started. My name is Jim. and I'm a workshop facilitator. Next up on my left hand side. Hi, I am Grace. I am 24 years old um, and I work in child vision and I am working towards um, getting my own weaving career planned out for myself. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Grace. Uh, next, on, on Grace's left-hand side there. Hi, my name is Jordan. I'm visually impaired autistic with Barter Beetle and Asperger's Syndrome. I work in child vision as well. And 
my main goal is to live up in Dublin and hopefully America someday, Canada. And really want to create my own voice acting business like um, graphic audio in America. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Jordan. And then uh, finally we have here. Um, hello, my name is Caitlin. I'm 23 years old. I have um, a visual impairment, cerebral palsy and Asperger's syndrome. Um, one day I hope to work in my own sports shop and I also hope to live in uh, Kansas City in Missouri and Arkansas, Little Rock. Wow. And I hope to have my own um, farm one day out in the countryside in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas and uh, hopefully work in a sports shop someday as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for the introductions. Um, so we're here today. Um, we are... Uh, talking about uh, Story Seeds, which is a project that we've done at Fighting Words where we've um, been leading some workshops with lots of different groups around Dublin. Um, And the idea with the project was that we would write stories or in this case, write a play that was set around the area where we can live and work. So for you all, that was uh, in Drumcondra where the the Child Vision Centre is. So we did our, our workshops together way back in the midst of time in the autumn of 2021. And so to begin with, I was just wondering... Um, what did you guys expect from the project? Was there anything that you were told before we got started? What did you think you were going to be doing? I think all I uh, remember is that we were just saying that we were like sort of writing our own story, I guess, basically. Brilliant, yeah. Anybody else, anybody, any expectations, what you thought you were going to be doing during the workshops? I don't know what to expect. Like, I thought, oh, we were just going to write the plane. That'd be the end of it, like. Yeah. Yeah. Fool around, have a bit of fun anyways. Yeah. I mean, it was fun too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Ah, well, I'm glad to hear that. So, yeah, I wonder then, there's some kind of... uh, kind of thoughts about writing a story, doing some creative writing and writing a play. When we arrived there, we were working um, over, I think, six workshops or kind of in the autumn of 2021. Um, Was there anything unexpected then um, over the course of those workshops? Anything that you... um, Anything new for you or anything um, like that? I didn't think that I would actually get the passion again to uh, write. Mm. Yeah, same. Because I um, I wrote I wrote my own screenplay like years ago, and then um, like about five years ago, and uh, I ended up deleting it by mistake when I was uh, four thousand five hundred and eighty-six words into it. And oh, disaster! Uh, oh, yeah, no. yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's awful. Oh, and then God. I never, then never picked it up again because I was afraid that what if I lo- lost it again? Yeah, that's actually yeah. that's actually a really good fear to have if you accidentally yeah lost I think it yeah. the first time. Never trust autosave. Make sure you you yeah. back up everything. Yeah, that's yeah. the lesson there. But that, I'm sorry to hear that, Caitlin. Well, this is just bringing me on to the the next question that I have here, mm-hmm. which I was wondering. We've kind of touched on it there. Um, have any of you written in the past? Uh, and you've mentioned there that you wrote a, a screenplay, Caitlin. Yeah. So, yeah, what experiences did everybody have with writing? What kind of things um, had you done before? I had uh, written a book before. It was like almost like a parody of um, Harry Potter. Um, um <laughs> But uh, I'm not really sure where the book is actually gone now. Because um, I did take it home and then I think it just disappeared or something. Um, and speaking of writing, mm-hmm. um, I have, um, a best friend in Italy and we are currently writing our own My Little Pony fan fiction. 
which we're actually working on Chapter 7 right now. Um, so it's really fun. Wow. We're enjoying it so much. And we hope that whoever listens to this story will enjoy it as much as we are enjoying writing writing it. So That's great um, to hear. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan, you had said before that you were uh, not expecting that you would get the passion back for writing. I wonder, did you have that passion before? Was this something that you were writing um, previously? Yeah, so before... I used to write short stories about X-Men because I'm very passionate with X-Men and how in the movies and comics they deal with discrimination, racism, hatred. Yeah, yeah, those themes that really resonate. Yeah. Yeah. And have you had some more interest in um, writing kind of short stories or almost from what we had done where we had written a play as a group? Has anybody thought about writing stuff that might go up on stage or screen? Yeah, I'm actually uh, currently trying to write a story about um, someone uh, in a, they go on holidays in Arkansas and then like things just badly happen and like it goes terribly wrong. Like I have this idea where uh, the father gets uh, knocked out by, by a petrol pump putting petrol into his car. Oh no, Yeah, that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually trying to get the courage to sit down and want uh, write a what if of Dragon Ball Z because it, it's um, an anime mm. that I'm hugely into. <laughs> Brilliant. So um, one thing that I've said is that the, the workshops that we're doing is part of a project called Story Seeds. And the idea with Story Seeds is that we're writing stories kind of set in our own areas, set in our communities. Um, so I just wondered... Um, did the workshops that we did or the play that um, you wrote together, did they make you think about your area? Did they make you think differently about your area? No, but it didn't make me think like about how beautiful it is. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, will you tell us more about that? Like um, it made me think like like how beautiful like where the play is set, like how beautiful All Hallows is and like the landscape around it and like just how like l- lovely of a place it is to go and visit. All Hallows Campus, uh, just across the road from yeah. the, the Child Vision yeah. uh, campus there. Yeah, yeah, it is actually quite pretty. A little pretty cafe. Love it, yeah. Yeah, really like the place. And the, yeah, the church is also beautiful as well. Okay, anybody else then? Um, just anything that you kind of, uh, any thoughts that you had about your, your community or your area around um, um, Child Vision? Just that, I suppose, Child Vision grounds in general are quite nice. Yeah. You know, and did you learn anything new about your community or about your area as we were writing? Was there anything that... Um, no. I don't think so. No. Not that I remember again. <laughs> I think we were all too focused on um, writing the, the story to really, like, think about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, my community is resilient because before we were dealing with COVID-19... Oh, yeah. And that was going through my mind when we were doing the workshops that um, I had gone through two years of COVID and everyone else had gone through two years of COVID. And, you know, we we changed. Brilliant. Um, I was wondering then just we had a, a good few different workshops. We we looked at different parts of playwriting. Um, mm-hmm. So I was wondering, did yeah. anybody have a, just a favorite part? Was there anything that stood out to you? Yeah, Jordan, do you have yeah, something to say there? Yeah. yeah, it's just there was one workshop where you were saying about um, characters and how, you know, if you can break down the character, like the characteristics, oh, that yeah. you can create the character more easily. And just oh, yeah. it's 
create in your own world. Hmm. Essentially, where you're God. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good way That's to a think great about. way of putting it. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. You're the creator. You, you, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of get to know your characters and then. Yeah, you do. And then you get so attached to your characters. So if you create more than one yeah. and in a story um, where you maybe have to show a really sad backstory to what happened to this character's parents or what happened to them in general. Like if you have to like kill them off, like what J.K. Rowling had to do in, in the Harry Potter series. Um, and if you get really attached to them, it's it's gets really hard to um, off a character <laughs> and you get really sad. But sometimes, you know, you have to do it sometimes, though. Yeah, no, that it's a, a serious responsibility. Yeah, almost. It, it really is. Did anybody have uh, then almost kind of talking about you get to know these characters so well that it is you kind of you feel like you know them. Um, yeah. Did anybody have a favorite character or a favorite twist or a favorite setting in the play that you wrote? I would have to say with the character of Andrew. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Andrew was actually really great. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think he's just amazing. Like, just like, especially like he's such a ladies' man. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, that, that actually is pretty yeah. funny. It is. Tell us a bit about the character of Andrew. Well, um, I actually came up with it because uh, he was inspired by somebody I know myself. And um, he was like, kind of like, oh, yeah, we'll make him like a, a, a ladies' man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I wonder actually, as we're talking about these characters and talking about the play, if now might be a good time to, to kind of read um, mm. the, the extracts that you've selected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to hear an extract from the play that was written by the group at Child Vision as part of the Lifelong Learning Department. So you guys can get started now whenever you're ready. All Hallows Cafe, 4 p.m. Susan moved to New Orleans, met Chris, and got married. They are back in Ireland on holidays. They've been going for walks, out for dinner and shopping. Susan lied to Chris about Paddy, a previous boyfriend of hers from when she lived in Ireland. How are you, Susan? Long time no see. How you doing, chick? Don't talk to my wife like that. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to talk to your wife like that. Look, we were just friends. Um, really good friends. We were dating for a few years before I moved to New Orleans. Okay, sorry about that. Would you like to go out for a walk and for dinner or anything? We'll be there in a minute. Paddy, if you don't mind, it's a date for Susan and I. I have booked a table for two. It's our wedding anniversary. What table? I didn't know we booked a table. It was meant to be a surprise. Well, all right then. I'll see you later then, Susan. See you later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where do you think you're going later? Are you going off to see that freak? No, what's the matter, honey darling? Why are you being so harsh? Yeah, but I married you. I want to see Paddy while I'm here. It's not it's not too much later on. You want to go back to the, hotel, to the hotel and have a drink? Yeah, sounds good. Do you want to hear a funny joke? Sure. Why did you sneeze today? Because it was a Tuesday. <laughs> Chris cheers up a bit. Susan is happy as well. Susan and Chris leave the cafe. It's late afternoon and there's a handful of people in the cosy All Hallows Cafe. Colm is seated near the counter and is waiting nervously for Emily to arrive. Colm sees Emily and whistles to try and grab her attention. Emily comes over and sits down in front of him. Hi, how are you doing? Kula Bula, how are you doing? 
You're looking pretty today, and your perfume smells nice. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. If you... Could you just remind me again what you do for a living? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I work as a music teacher. Right, yeah. I love music. I work with classical music, not pop music. Would you like me to sing for you? Ah, sure. Go on. Emily starts to sing an opera song. That was beautiful. You sounded like an angel with bells to me. Oh, well, thank you. But, um, can I ask a question? Yeah, what's up? I'm just curious. Um, why did you ask me here? What's this all about? I don't know how to say this, but I kind of fancy you. Oh, um, do you really? Yes, I do. Do you like me? Oh, um, well, I I do like you. Um, I mean, what I mean is, like, you're nice. Thank you. Would you like to go on a date with me sometime? Um, can I just get back to you on that? Um, oh, okay. How about a dance? Brilliant. Yeah, so there's almost a cliffhanger there at the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was. Yeah. 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 It just leaves for enough room for imagination for um, if you want to picture the two characters and just going off and dancing on the dance floor. Like, you can picture her saying, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> well, that was a really great reading. Um, Thank you. Play, uh, for for uh, for that. And it's two really nice scenes that you've chosen. There's one with three characters and there's a bit of conflict. And then this kind of two characters and there's this maybe kind of like, will they, won't they kind of um, end up together. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Great great selection. So, yeah, thank you guys for that. Uh, That was really, really, I was blown away by the the kind of reading that you did there. Uh, It felt like the the characters came to life. But I I just was wondering, you're you're all kind of writers um, of kind of short stories or prose or screenplays and in Mm. this case you're writers as a group of a play so then I was wondering what advice you would give to somebody who's trying to write their own play or their own piece of writing what would you say to them well um, don't delete it first of all (laughs) yes (laughs) don't don't do that (laughs) golden rule always back up yes and uh, maybe get some help because I struggled in the past with oh how do I do this how do I do that so I had my cousin Mm. who uh, does a drama herself so uh yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Kind yeah. of always kind of ask somebody to, to kind of read over what you've written maybe. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah. Caitlin. Anybody yeah. else, Grace or um, Jordan? I would just say, you know, go with the flow, I guess. If you really want to write you know, if you really have this in your head that you want to write a story, I would say definitely go for it and don't worry about thinking of what the name of the story will be. Like or the name of any chapters that you have and how many chapters you have. Don't worry about that. That will all come into place as you go on with the story. The first thing I would say is think of the character's name and how the character might feel in a particular scene, maybe. And then just start typing it up. And if you feel at any moment that it's not working for you, maybe just stop, take a break, and maybe come back to it then and keep going on and if you want you can change um, anything so you can reverse back to fix something if you really want to fix something within your story Absolutely I think there's so much great advice in what you said there Um, kind of starting focusing on the the characters and seeing what happens from there Yeah Always kind of pacing yourself and taking a break maybe if you're Mm. uh, hitting a wall if you're getting kind of of writing block 
Yeah, and absolutely. The, the importance of editing, you know, going back mm. over what you've written and kind of, you're right, just like tweaking things and strengthening them and adding that oomph. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have any advice, um, Jordan, um, for somebody who might be writing their own play or, or story? Um, I would say use your emotions. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another good one yeah. too, yeah. Because then when I was writing, I was like putting like, I was writing a particular scene. I like had, I I was, I had like sad music, like listening to sad music while I was writing that scene. And then like I was um. Then, like, I got writer's block. My dad said, oh, well, why don't you stay in, like, an abandoned hotel and you can get some inspiration from that? Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really do that because no. I'd be too freaked out. So. That would be creepy. Yeah. It would be creepy, it's to good be inspiration. honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, Jordan, you were talking about kind of tapping into emotions in your writing. What what kind of, how would you do that or what kind of tips would you have for kind of helping people to get, uh, get, get those emotions? So, when I'm watching real life stuff or whether it be DC... X-Men or anything in general it's just getting the emotions and it's also about thinking the person you see on screen how do they relate to you how do they make you feel yeah and especially when I was going through creative writing in the in the past I used to struggle with it like I used to have to keep going and changing and changing and changing and also with that you need to take negative and constructive criticism. It will hurt, but it's all part of the job description. Yeah. No, I think you're right. You, you take on criticism. Yeah, and, absolutely. But take yeah. It, don't take let it, yeah. it kind of lose don't, you. Or, or Don't let it get you down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And you'll know for next time when you're working on your next story that you can, um, it's supposed, you know, that should be strengthening you to keep trying. Um you know, because you want to get all the emotions out of people. You want to bring the anger, the sadness, happiness from the people who are reading your story. I'm coming to the, the last of the questions that I have here mm-hmm. on this sheet of paper. That's fine, um, yeah. And one thing is kind of you just kind of read out some extracts from the, the play um, that you wrote together. Um, it's a play that's set in Drumcondra. It's on mm-hmm. in a cafe uh, on the campus of All Hallows. So I was mm-hmm. wondering is... Well, what do you think people might learn about your area, uh, about your community, if they read that p- uh, that play? I suppose it would give people an inkling maybe of where we are, I guess. Yeah. Because um, maybe some people don't know where Child Vision might be. Um, True, so yeah. that could give them a little clue, maybe. Yeah, Jordan, do you have uh, something there? Yeah, I feel that um, kind of goes in... Um, insight into where we actually are, which is mm. like, which is what Gracie yeah. is actually saying. Pretty much, yeah. And that um, essentially, we're not we're not hidden. We exist. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> That's really important. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is where where we are. Um, yeah. Hello, we're we're here. We're we're not invisible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, through your writing, you have the power to do that, you know, yeah. kind of introduce yourself yeah. to the world and kind of yeah. make a statement. Yeah. Um, That's what I love about writing books and stuff, yeah. you know. Like, it's kind of an escapism where you can, like, write, like, how you want your fan- how you want your actual life to be, like, when you grow up and you're like, oh, that's so much nice, like. Yeah. 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 I like how it's almost like a life lesson because mm. um, one content creator I'm heavily into is uh, Darman. Mm-hmm. And... In it, the main message is um, so you see and where they actually go into 
what that person is going through, whether they have a disability being bullied, whether they're a football player being bullied, and just the one I find impactful is where your man is literally literally a football player, known for being a wine uh, linebacker, so mm-hmm. for his strength. And he goes and does a cooking class. Mm. And his team thinks because he's left, he's a traitor. When as, the, when as the coach is trying to tell them, he just because he left the team, it doesn't mean he's not with you anymore. Like he's he's doing something for him. It's yeah. his it's his choice. Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask? Do you think is there a message in the play that you've written? Similarly, does does your play tell you um tell the reader something that you shouldn't judge a person before you get to know them? Yeah, yeah, and that's always a very very big um message to get across to people, and it's definitely something that everyone should definitely like learn and live by. Yeah. Um yeah. and try and show um a lot of people some respect and stuff. Yeah, no, I think that's you you're dead right. Um there's there's that's a great lesson uh, and I think anybody mm. who reads this play or listens to the the extracts on this podcast will get that sense yeah. of I hope judging people. Yeah. That's um that's kind of what we what we hope for. Yeah, well, I think you, you've absolutely achieved it. Yeah, lovely stuff. Thank you guys so much. Um, I, I'm really impressed with the reading that you did and uh, thank you for for the chat. Uh, it was great to great to see you again after all this time. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really nice to see you again, yeah. yeah. Just uh, thank you for working with us on, on this. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, really it was, was lovely. It was lovely. Okay, so Karen from CRC in Clontarf, I want to ask you how you found this experience of writing a play for the first time. I found it brilliant. I actually first thought I wasn't going to get into creative writing, but I'd learned so much from doing a story and telling about of a life story. And I thought it was a great experience to do this because it's something I really enjoyed. And now that I keep doing it, it's something that I want to really keep doing. Brilliant. It's really something that right. I like. And so we're going to hear an extract from the play that your group wrote. Mm-hmm. Well, mine was about a girl, Emma, a field in um, Kulak. Now, I don't know, I'll oh, sorry by heart in my head. I have to just... Where like she lived in the back of Kulak Kilmer Flats, and it was about a girl with a baseball bat. Brilliant. Okay, take it away, Karen. Okay. A feeling Kulak, an open area. Emma, eighteen, is sitting in the grass. There's a baseball bat near her feet. She looks around the field and ends up staring down at the baseball bat for a few moments. She looks straight ahead. Why am I like this? I'm not that kind of person. I can see myself acting different every time. Talking different. Being more aggressive. I don't know who I am anymore. Am I like this because of my family? I sit here in this big field in Kulak. It's called Kilmore. It's around at the back of the blocks. I sit here every night time. Watching fires bless. I'm thinking to myself. Maybe I was like this as a kid. And I just thought I changed. Because I saw my friend Leanne. She was nice, kind. She smiled at me the first day I came to live here. I'll never forget that. She's my best friend. Blood sisters for life, no matter what happens. We've been through a lot together. I feel like killing someone. I can't stop my anger. I came to Egan Izzard because of the baseball bat. Why does Leanne want this baseball bat? 
What's so special about it? One day I saw someone picking on the arm. I wanted to protect her. I was young. I used to use my hands to fight when I was little. But as they got closer to Liam, I saw her more afraid. I spotted a baseball bat at the fence. I picked it up. I hit the other girl picking on Liam. Ever since that day, I couldn't stop thinking how bad I was. I liked it. The way it made me feel. I can't throw this bat away now. I know that I can't change who I am. This is really me and my weapon. I hope Liam will never be like me, even though she wants to. She thinks it's cool. She says she wants to be tough like me. I don't think it's cool at all. I will never know what Liam will do next. She asked me for the bat. This bat? I said no. She was angry with me. She wanted to feel powerful. I don't want you to be in the gang, vile and vicious and mean. You're too soft and friendly. I don't want you to be blind like me. I saw her out on the road earlier. I was shocked. I couldn't believe what I seen. She was picking on this small girl because she was slagging me off, calling me names. Is that why she wants the bat? Is she going to use it on that girl? I saw something who I recognised. I know that's not me. I'm not like that. Or am I? Thank you so much for listening to the Fighting Words Podcast, Story Seeds Edition. We would like to thank all of the fantastic young authors who created all of the stories, our amazing team of facilitators, mentors, and illustrators, the staff of the schools and youth services we worked with, and to you for listening. Visit our website, www.fightingwords.ie, for more stories and to find out more about becoming a Fighting Words volunteer mentor. You too can help children and young people to tell their stories at locations all over the island of Ireland. Thank you as well to our friends at the podcast studios here in beautiful Dublin City Centre. And until next time, goodbye. <laughs>